Joining us, Chris, is Portis School Superintendent Matthew Brew here on the WMAY News Feed. Uh, Superintendent, thanks for taking time with us. Uh, I guess let's start with uh, the status of Portis Schools. Are you guys uh, in person? Um, we are. Uh, we we actually offer three options um, throughout you know throughout our district. Uh, we have a four day in person option um, with Wednesday being a remote day for everybody. We offer an AB schedule. Um, so students can come on Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, Friday, and be fully remote on those other days, and then obviously fully remote. So we, we offer kind of the full gambit. So there's definitely choice there. Uh, are you finding that uh, more students are taking the in-person choice or uh, more students taking the remote choice? Uh, more students are taking the in-person choice. Um, I'd say, it, well, at least 80%. As we get closer to the Christmas break, we have some families that are deciding to go full remote just so that they know that their students won't um, or have a less chance of contracting COVID over the holiday. So that's a family decision they're making at this point. We're talking with Porta School Superintendent Matthew Brew here on the WMAY Morning News Feed on 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 a.m. Uh, Superintendent, what are some lessons that you've learned uh, the past uh, uh, 10 months? Uh, that uh, you could possibly uh, share with others listening? Um, well, the just the uncertain nature of this, this issue has been huge. Uh, you know, the political nature of this situation has been unwieldy. It's, it, it, it's impacted everything. People have a difficult time of, you know, making decisions that's not based on their own personal beliefs or the or local you know, political uh climate um so that, that's been a tough thing to deal with but you know one of the one of the issues that i think throughout the summer especially that i, that I recognize was that uh from a political standpoint we forget that this is really impacting our students and um some decisions that are being made i'm not so sure really takes um, enough thought into what's going on with our students and how that's impacting them on a daily basis and what it's going to do to them in the next three to five years. Definitely want to unpack that a bit more coming up here, uh, and appreciate you taking time with us. Chris Murphy's in the newsroom with a question. Well, Superintendent, I wanted to ask a little bit about attendance because we've seen that a lot of people on fully remote have uh, missed as much as 25% or more of school right now. How are you guys doing as far as attendance-wise with some of your students on remote? Uh, we're doing pretty well. Um Surprisingly, I mean, I would I would have guessed that it would, it would have been worse. I would say I will say that um, you know, in the spring, we pushed pretty hard on making sure that students were in attendance, and that really wasn't uh, the norm. I would say across the the state, um, we we kind of stuck with our guns a little bit on that, and really wanted our students to be uh, interacting with our teachers when we were fully remote um, back in March, April, and May. And that carried over into the school year. That was the message we sent at the beginning of the year, that they needed to be online. Attendance was going to be taken. And for the most part, our students are doing pretty well with that. How are the uh, the grades looking? Uh, it's another kind of anecdote we, we were seeing. We yeah. haven't seen the actual um, uh, grade or the, uh, uh, the, what do they call it, the report card from the State Board of Education for this year. But um, we've seen anecdotally that some students are just doing poorly. Yeah, well, I'd have to agree with that. This is not... Uh, we hire these professionals to, to have students sitting in front of them, right? And uh, distance learning does not work for everybody. And what we're seeing is um, we've got a lot of students who 
might struggle on a daily basis when they were at school. They had the support of our staff that would get them through and, and get them the grades they needed to pass. But that support is is not there, is not, you know, with them, you know, face-to-face as as they have been, and they're struggling with that. So, yeah, we, like every other district in the state of Illinois, we're seeing students who are having more failing grades. You know, they might have had one failing grade or one D in the previous year, but now are not doing as well because they just don't have that support. They just don't have that constant somebody, you know, in their corner saying, hey, you got to get this done. Is there a clear difference between uh, the students who are doing in-person four days a week versus uh, the grades of those who are doing remote only? I would say, I would say, if you asked our teachers um, that when we were able to go uh, full in person with students, we've had a few stints where we've had to go full remote. Uh, when we come back, that students who were starting to slip um, were were able to um, were able to catch up pretty quickly once they were in person. So that makes, I mean, obviously that's that's a big deal. Um, you know, our teachers are very well aware of that. That's why they want to have in-person learning. We're, talk- we're talking with Porta Superintendent Matthew Brew here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, something else that hasn't really been happening um, for all school districts, uh, regardless if they're in-person or remote, is uh, student-athletes aren't able to uh, compete on the on the field or on the court. Uh, and I would imagine that that's also taken a toll. Uh, the, the, the overall question, though, about student health here, um, how do we uh, manage that, the student mental health, uh, the, the, the questions of uh, just in, 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 you know, kind of a global um, uh, thought here, not just with Porta, but uh, across the spectrum. Uh, how How is society going to manage uh, the impacts of what we've uh, uh, experienced uh, for students over the past 10 months? Probably the thing that worries me the most, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we've, in our district, and I'm sure most districts, you know, in our state, probably country, we've Really started focus started to focus on what are we going to be doing in the in in the near future to help with those students who are impacted. We are probably not even close to seeing the real impact on mental health on our students. You know, now it's going to be later down the road, and and what kind of resources we're going to have to find to help out with those students. You know, and that might mean some restructuring within our district. Um, you know, it might mean uh, finding more money to pay for counseling type folks or or creating, uh, you know, partnerships with different organizations to make sure that we're able to offer services to students. Um, you know, the, the, being at home and, and not having that daily support of staff is important. Playing sports and being or, or being part of a club or an activity is is just as important. And those things not being able to occur is really tough on kids. Anything else you think's top of mind, uh, Porter Superintendent Matthew Brew, uh, where you're having in-person uh, education going on in Porta, um, what do you think uh, you know? districts like Springfield could take away or uh, districts like Chicago Public Schools could take away? Well, you know what? Every school district's different. We all have different communities. We have different staff. We have different leadership for those staff. And uh, this is a difficult maze to kind of navigate. I've been very lucky here at Porta. Um, our, our, our professional staff is, is working diligently with us to, to make sure that we have kids in school. Um, you know, as well as I do, that's not the same everywhere in our state or our country. So, you know, from our, my standpoint, I'm pretty lucky. 
Um, I don't know that I give anybody any advice because every district's different. All I can do is hope and pray that everybody's doing the best they can for those kids because that's our job. That's our one and only, you know, first up job is we got to think about our kids and what's what's best for them. And has Porta had any outbreaks or anything like that um, associated with the school from having in-person learning? Not really associated with the school. I mean, obviously, we've had students who have um, had positive cases. We've had sure. uh, 21 staff members since uh, since the first of the school year that were positive. Um, all are recovered at this point. Um, we've had 35 students with who were positive throughout the school year, and 31 of those are recovered at this point. So currently, we have five students or four students who are positive and quarantined. Uh, the quarantining situation is crazy. I mean, you know, you might have one student, you know, right now we have four students, but we have a hundred students that are quarantined just because of potential contact or maybe um, they have some symptomatic, uh, they have a cold or whatever, or cold symptoms, and so they're quarantined as well. That's the biggest impact on this entire this entire deal is the quarantining side uh, so, and not so much the, the positivity side. So it's students who get a little sniffle, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're yeah, told to stay yeah, home absolutely. and quarantine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and I get it. I understand why, you know, um, it's just tough. You got 14 days and you have a family of three or four people, potentially somebody in that family could be quarantined for 28 or more days, um, depending on the timing of when symptoms occurred and if somebody else forgets symptoms in that family and just the constant um, overlay of that. And so it, it, this is extremely tough on families. Uh, and, and in most cases, they don't get it. You know, we, we quarantine a classroom and we'll still only have the one positive case. The other 20 students um, won't have COVID. So, you know, it would be nice as we move forward past the Christmas break if we could be looking at um, some different quarantining rules um, following along with the CDC, you know, once we get past this this holiday season. Porta Superintendent Matthew Brew, one last thing. Uh, we're seeing this pop up as well, uh, Chris, and you predicted this early on uh, when we uh, started the remote uh, learning across the state, and that was uh, snow days, right? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris, Chris, snow said, days, yep. Chris said snow days are done. I said that like three days in, yeah. <laughs> I said snow yeah. days are done. What's yeah. going to happen? You know, in, what's going <laughs> to happen in Porta? <laughs> Well, if anybody anybody at Porta knows me, I am the uh, snow day miser. I, I don't give those up very often. <laughs> so, um, so you're probably asking the wrong person. You know, before all this pandemic hit, I was not in favor of e-learning days for snow days. I just soon go a full day at the end of the school year because I'm not convinced that we're getting we're getting what we want out of students when we're doing e-learning. I'm not convinced we're getting what we need out of students when we're when we're doing distance learning, um, you know, this year, if we have a snow day, we'll go to distance learning for the day to a full remote um, if we have to. But I'm going to do my best not to have one. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, the school, the the school snow day miser, board uh, <laughs> <Yep>. of <laughs> superintendent Matthew Brew, greatly appreciate it. Let's talk again soon. All right. Yeah, you have a good day. You too.